Chapter 9 of The Pony Rider Boys in Texas. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by William Tomko. The Pony Rider Boys in Texas by Frank G. Patchen. Chapter 9 Chased by a Stampeding Herd. Wawaupee! Wawaupee! The long, soothing cry echoed from guard to guard. It was the call of the cowman in an effort to calm the frightened animals. Here and there a gun would flash as the guards shot in front of the stampeding herd, hoping thereby to turn the rush and set the animals going about more in a circle in order to keep them together until they could finally be quieted. It was all a mad chaos of noise and excitement to the lad who sat in his saddle hesitatingly, not knowing exactly what was expected of him under the circumstances. Off toward the camp, a succession of flashers like fireflies told the cowpunchers on guard that their companions were racing to their assistance as fast as horseflesh could carry them. The storm had disturbed the herd from the instant of the first flash of lightning, and as other flashes followed, the excitement of the animals increased, until, at last, throwing off all restraint, they dashed blindly for the open prairie. Desperately as the guards struggled to turn the herd, their efforts had no more effect than if they had been seeking to beat back the waves of the sea. Tad was recalled to a realization of his position when, in a dazzling flash of lightning, he caught a momentary glimpse of Bigfoot Sanders bearing down on him at a tremendous speed. Tad saw something else, too, a surging mass of panic-stricken cattle, heads hanging low, horns glistening, and eyes protruding, sweeping toward him. "'Ride! Ride!' shouted Bigfoot. W "'Where?' asked tad in as strong a voice as he could command keep out of their way work up to the point as soon as you can and try to point in the leaders we've got to keep the herd from scattering i'll stay in the center and lead them till the others get here bob will send along some of the fellows to help you as soon as possible while delivering his orders bigfoot had turned his pony and with tad was riding swiftly in advance of the cattle in the same direction that they were traveling to have paused where they were would have meant being crushed and trampled beneath the hoofs of the now maddened animals now git tad pulled his pony slightly to the right use your gun shouted bigfoot burn plenty of powder in front of their noses if they press you too closely he had forgotten that the lad did not carry a gun nor did he realize that he was sending the boy into a situation of the direst peril Tad, by this time, had a pretty fair idea of the dangers of the task that had been assigned to him, but he was not the boy to flinch in an emergency. Pressing the rowels of his spurs against the flanks of the reaching pony, and urging the little animal on with his voice, Tad swept obliquely along in front of the herd. Now and then, a flash of lightning would show him a solid mass of cattle hurling themselves upon him at such times the lad would swerve his mount to the left a little and shoot ahead for a few moments in an attempt to get sufficient lead of them to enable him to reach the right or upper end of the line in this way tad butler soon gained the outside of the leaders by dropping back and working up the line he pointed them in to the best of his ability the lightning got into his eyes as he strained them wide open to take account of his surroundings he would pass a hand over his face instinctively as if to brush the flash away 
groping for an instant for his bearings after he had done so. He remembered what Bob Stallings had said in speaking of a stampede. Keep them straight and hold them together. That's all you can do. You can't stop them, the foreman had said. The lad was doing this now as best he could, yet he wondered that none of the cowmen had come to his assistance. Again and again did Tad Butler throw his pony against the great unreasoning wave on the right of the line, and again and again was he buffeted back, only to return to the battle with desperate courage. All at once the lad found himself almost surrounded by the beasts. A lightning flash had shown him this at the right time. Had it been a few seconds later, Tad must have gone down under their irresistible rush. The pony, seeming to realize the danger fully as much as did its rider, bent every muscle in its little body to bear itself and rider to safety. Yet, try as they would, they were unable to get back to the right point to take up the turning work again. The cattle had closed in about the lad in almost a crescent formation, Tad's position being about the center of it. Wo-wo-oop-ay! Wo-wo-oop-ay! shouted Tad, taking up the cry that he had heard the cowboys utter earlier in the stampede. His voice was lost in the roar of the storm and the thunder of the rushing herd. Tad realized that there was only one thing left for him to do. That was to keep straight ahead and ride. He would have to ride fast, too, if he were to keep clear of the long-legged Mexican cattle. They were descending a gradual slope that led down into a broad, sandy arroyo where still stood the rotting stumps of oak and cottonwood trees that once lined the ancient water course. By this time, the main herd lay to the rear nearly two miles, the cattle having separated into several bands. However, the lad was unaware of this. Suddenly, in the darkness, rider and pony crashed into a dense mesquite thicket. There was not a second to hesitate, for they were already in. The leading cattle tore in after Tad with a crashing of brush and a rattle of horns, sounds that set a chill up and down his spine in spite of all the lad's sturdy courage. The herd was closing in on him, leaving the boy no alternative but to go through the thicket himself and to go fast at that. Tad formed his plan instantly. He made up his mind to ride it out and let his pony have its own way. Yet the boy never expected to come through the mesquite thicket without being swept from his pony and trampled under the feet of the savage steers. He gave the pony a free rein, clutching both cantle and pommel of the saddle, and braced himself with a shock that he was sure would come. The cow pony tore through the growth at a fearful pace, while the boy's clothes hung in shreds where they had been raked by the mesquite thorns. All at once, Tad felt himself going through the air with a different motion. He realized that he was falling. The pony had stumbled, and with its rider, was plunging headlong to the ground. The cattle were thundering down upon them. End of chapter 9 Recording by William Tomko